Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Podcast, starring me, Dags, and Johnny Rage. The Amish Baby Machine Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast. And now, somewhere in cyberspace is Johnny Rage. (laughs) Thank you, Dags. I'm really fired up for this uh, podcast today. Guess what I did? I went out and bought some fancy socks uh, with little SpongeBob imprints on them. SpongeBob. I'm kidding, but I got a question for you, Dave. Why would people? I could see if you bought a tie, and let's say you're a SpongeBob fan, or it doesn't even matter. But you buy a tie that shows maybe a superhero, something that reflects what you like. But what about designer socks? Nobody sees it. Do you remember what you remember what Saddam Hussein said about socks? Is it? Saddam Hussein or Saddam? What did he say about socks? Socks are socks. Doesn't matter. Saddam said that? Yes. Powerful reference to the dictator red carpet sequence. But let's really look at this. You go to the store, department store. Does anybody go to a department store either? You know, and why was it called a department store? Isn't there multiple? I'm just, I'm just having a stream of consciousness. Just follow me. Yeah. You are. But you go to the, but what's up with departments? Isn't there many departments? Department stores? Anyway, um, you buy a special pair of socks, you would probably, what kind of socks, if you had a little character, would reflect your personality the best that you would put in a pair of socks? I would uh, enjoy some Spider-Man socks. Okay, Spider-Man is a great choice. Superman, for me, probably Wonder Woman, but that's just between me. No, that's um, cool. Embrace it. Embrace it? Is that okay? Um, but what would the point be? The enjoyment is once we put them on, but then your pant leg and it covers it up and we don't even remember that we're wearing Spider-Man socks. What's the point, Dave? Foreplay. You know everything. Foreplay. Huh? Foreplay. What do you mean? To explain. Tell. Well, you don't just rush into it. When you're disrobing, the foreplay is showing the socks. That's one of the, part of the process. The showing of the socks. (laughs) <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, when your thong, your whale tail shows up when you bend over? Yeah. Johnny Rage, it's the like, same thing. You like that when I bend over and you see that? You've mentioned that before. Yeah, so what? Who doesn't? I know. Right. Dags, let's talk about the brackets. Right? Do you have yourself an, an NCAA bracket going? I do not believe in gambling. Well, you can do it just for fun. You don't have to gamble. Nudge, nudge, but, wink, wink. Know what I mean? I, I feel left out. I, I, for some reason, I'm I'm not in an NCAA bracket, and it's like the entire world is. I, I feel so left out. Like the Omega Man, 
all by myself. Everybody's enjoying and cheering on various teams that they care less about most of the time. Even people that don't follow sports are like, I'm in, an, I'm in a bracket too, and I'm just thinking to myself, you're in a bracket? How are you in a bracket and I'm not in a bracket? Now, you understand, Dave, you're not a big sports fan. Now, why are you not in a bracket? You're a major sports fan. I know. It just, uh, it's kind of like a, a popularity contest. I feel like I wasn't asked. I mean, normally I think people who spear these up just kind of want everybody to get in. And if you're left out of an NCAA bracket, that's a pretty telling sign. That you really need a life, man, I guess. I don't know. It's a, that's a self-deprecating humor. Do we need an intervention? Maybe. If this goes on and I, and people are shaming me, like, you're not. They kind of look at you like, you're not. It's kind of like Gilligan when he wasn't invited to the party. That Thurston Hall the third. But he really was he invited. Just, he really was. We found out later. But I wasn't invited to the, the NCAA bracket. And I feel left out. hurt, actually. And it'd be nice if we could change my spirit it's probably the same as a game of thrones you're not into the game of thrones i know we talked about that last you're not into comic book movies sometimes i just lie when i tell people oh yeah i I remember that on the game of thrones they never check oh i know people lie about everything well i'm gonna just start lying i'm gonna say i'm into the game of thrones i'm gonna tell people i'm in an ncaa bracket too like whoever checks that (laughs) i want to see your papers let me see your papers or do you think someday I could be um, in front of Congress trying to be uh, appointed to a uh, judicial position, but they asked me, were you truly in an NCAA bracket back in 2008 to make all that up? <laughs> Would it ever rear its ugliness? It'll all get I, dropped. Oh, yeah. All charges dropped against Jesse Smollett. Well, what a shocker there. That's, that's uh, breaking news. I mean... You have the Chicago, uh, forgive me, that's a, a town here, a local municipality. Chicago police, the the police chief basically scolding Jesse Smollett. Smollett I've heard his name pronounced. So no, here's names. the deal. Change your name to Jesse Mullet. Jesse Mullet? Jesse Mullet. That way you combine the 80s, you know, Jesse, Uncle Jesse, Jesse's girl. And mullet, Jesse Mullet. Right, right. Um, but shocking, Diggs, didn't you think they had him cornered? And they have so much evidence against him, and now it's dropped. Did we ever find out why? No, I haven't heard anything. But it, you reach a point where it's almost like this, like nothing nothing matters. You know, it's all bullshit anyway. Well, I heard it has something to do with, I don't know if this is true or not, that he did some community service years ago. So they're kind of like, oh, oh, that's right. You did that community service? Well, that's just, we'll call it good. Just forget about that. That counts. Good behavior. But that was for a different event. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Just Jesse Mullet. If you go with the Jesse Mullet. I can't even go with that. I can't go for that. No. I, no can no do. Can do. They're going to be at the, they're going to be at the that. Minnesota State Fair this year, by the way. Oh, nice. Very nice touch. And I may have to possibly do a, um, for research, of course, for the Amish baby, I may have to have the Amish baby executives buy my tickets and, uh, or, or get press passes and go watch that. Yes, Hall & Oates at the Minnesota State Fair. 
Speaking of new music, we have powerful new music on our powerful YouTube video channel. Yeah. Don't, yeah, another tune by Sweet Dick. Powerful new music by Chris Isaac, covered by Sweet Dick on our YouTube channel. You got to check that out, Johnny Rage and the fans of Flock of Amish. Uh, powerful YouTube channel. We got songs out there by Sweet Dick. Also, don't forget about our powerful merch. Check that out, AmishBabyMachine.com. Now, Johnny Rage, we also have other breaking news today. Conor McGregor retires from the MMA. No, you see, I saw that. The problem is, do we believe it? Is this just him orchestrating another big payday to pull him out of retirement? I, I don't believe it myself. Keep talking. I'm going to pull up his tweet. His tweet was really kind of weird. Well, I talked about, boys, I'm going to join you with Pina Coladas. Um I get the reference. It's like, uh, it's over. And now I'm going to, instead of train, I'm going to go enjoy, enjoy the good life. Now, I don't know. If you I'm mean the WWE that. or what? Well, no, I, absolutely. There's no way he's done. Maybe, maybe he is with MMA. Uh, cause that would be a grueling way to make a buck. Let's face it. Um, but I, I think he's just baiting us all for a big, uh, a big comeback with, either that boxing match or the uh, current uh, MMA champ, something, something, it, it doesn't smell right. That's, that's what, why is he saying I've decided to retire from the sport formerly known as mixed martial art? Because it was run by Prince, formerly known as Prince. I know, I don't, I don't know what that joke is. We should get our, we should get our best on that. No, I don't, that doesn't make sense. It, did they change? I don't know. Yeah. Um, Breaking news, though. Conor McGregor retiring. Yeah. What's your take, Dave? You well, I don't know or... what's going on. Like, you know what I was saying about nihilism and everything's fucked up and bullshit and it's all hype. Like, he gets his ass kicked by Khabib after that, you know, that whole setup that, speaking of wrestling, you know, the whole, the bus attack and all that. Right. The leading up to that and the... Khabib jumping out of the octagon, fighting people in the crowds, his trainer, you know, that whole right. bullshit. And then, right. you know, he's got the whiskey business, so that's taken off. And Dana White saying, well, he's got the whiskey business. I'd quit, too. So I don't know what I – mean, there's always something more to it, so I don't know what it is. I haven't, well, I mean, I haven't had time to use my powerful brain to analyze everything. Well, it just seems like he's leaving so much money on the table because he's – He's a young enough guy. He's he's still probably the single biggest MMA fighter there is, no doubt. And he's not leaving room now for retirement for for a rematch. Um, or is he? Is he just? This will take now. It's going to take him more money to come and get his final paid. Um, that's why those sports are so corrupt because it's just kind of one person. It's not a team, you know. Uh, so what are the ulterior motives and all boxing the same way? Um, MMA, you never thought that that was corrupt, but it seems to be becoming more and more so. I think we should do an Amish baby cage match, you versus me, Dave. What do you think? Powerful, wouldn't it be? That we would do a pay-per-view thing and, and you... or, li or live stream it. I think it'd be cool if I just kicked your ass in front of millions. Would you be the ring girl or what? I'd bring uh, some uh, pounding on you. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be uh, thinking I was a girly man. So we will see what's going on with this Conor McGregor. If it's another bullshit setting everyone well, up. Well, much 
we will monitor the situation as it unfolds, right? As they say in the business. Yes. Now, Johnny Rage, um, what do you think of zoos? I took a little spring break. We went on a powerful trip and went to a zoo. Mm-hmm. See, zoos are lame. You always go there and all the animals are sleeping. And it's cruel to keep animals locked up anyway. Well, my one idea was the night zoo, where you go there at night and all the animals are awake. Mm. But I was thinking maybe they should do away with zoos anyway and just have animals that like to hang out with people naturally. It would just be like, like a, a big... It's be like a big petting zoo. Like a free range where they just, they walk wherever they want. Yeah, and they always, at these zoos, they always have these dumb animals that no one wants to see anyway. What do people want to see? They want to see the big happy animals, you know, elephants, but that's cruel. You can't have them. Hippos. There was, uh, about two weeks ago, I don't know if you saw this, there was a woman who wanted to get a picture closer than what was allowed to the pet, or not pet, but to the, the cougar, she was at a zoo. Jaggy wire. And she hops over the barrier. And here, take a picture. Look at me. Well, this thing pounces on her. Uh, has her has her wrist in, 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 his, uh, uh, in his mouth. People have to grab her, throw her down. And actually, somebody threw a pop ball in there to distract the, the cougar. You know, cougar or nothing. It was a jaguar. Jaguar. Jaggy wire. Okay. Yes, there but, is a, there is a big difference on the big cats, Johnny Rage. But I mean, is there is there a dumbass award or you know, do people read the signs? Do you please stay behind for your own safety, and they just take full advantage of this. Um. So, could you imagine if we just had these things walking around? There's oftentimes reports I was watching uh, where people get out of their vehicle at like some bear bear park or something. Lion safari. Something to that effect. They get out because they see these lions are unaffected by the vehicle, so they think they're like puppy dogs. Well, the lions see these vehicles every day, so they're not disturbed by them. But when you get out of them, well, then they're licking their chops. And that's exactly what happened. There was a huge attack. Uh, That's what people want to see, though. Let's face it. When you go to the zoo, do we want to see just this? animal that's just like you said sleeping which cats do constantly they make great zoo animals well all of them Every- sleep it's so hot it's during the day they're all sleeping and they don't want to be by the people so they they they, they hide in the furthest part away from the people hiding in the shade what's your favorite zoo animal good question i do enjoy the elephants ah! remember the box of uh Animal crackers. They had that cool little um, circus little picture where you'd get the the crackers all were different animals and stuff like that. It was and the it I'm, was the wagon, yes. Exactly. Well, you know that PETA PETA uh, put so much pressure on that company. I don't know who it is, Kraft or one of those companies. They no longer can show that lion in a cage. Thoughts, well, I think the most important thing is when they change the shape of them. You used to, they used to have the shape so you could like bite the elephant's trunk off and do stuff like that. Now they're all just printed on. They're all the same shape. Boy, it's been a long time since I've had. Are you eating these on a regular basis? Because I stopped when I was about five. 
like most men do. <laughs> You're still munching away on me. And why do they call them animal crackers? They're more like cookies, aren't they? They uh, they have more of that that Girl Scout cookie um, pecan sandy taste to them. Yeah, what a but racket bigger, that is. But the bigger part, the bigger question is, why do we have to pick on the animal cracker box? They want it to be a free-range picture on the front with no more lions and cages and stuff like that. We're just taking the, the depths that are unnecessary. Now, Johnny Rage, fruit by the foot, you enjoy that, right? Oh, man, I wish it was fruit by the uh, yard. Now, now but, how is that any different from me enjoying an animal cracker? Boy, you were really burning that old mind to think about this one. Uh, fruit by the foot is, I'm assuming, kind of a man food because it's really long. It's not like these little crackers that with dainty fingers you pick up and eat. Fruit by the foot, I mean, that's a man that needs to eat that. It's like a giant snake, okay? And you got you to gotta take care of business with that. Yeah, it's a, rain, a it's, a, it's a rainbow snake. That's good. You know, another yeah. uh, in the powerful news, K-Cups for booze. Budweiser owner Keurig is coming out with single-serve cocktail machines. Powerful. They'll have little pods of prepare cocktails, brews, and ciders with a touch of a button, just like coffee. Each pod contains a shot of alcohol along with its flavorings. What do you think of that? 24 different thinking. recipes. Uh, we already have somebody that does that. It's called a bartender, isn't it? No, but I've often uh, talked about how bartenders... We don't need them because you go up to the bar, you fight your way to the bar, and then you're always in the waitress station. You're in the waitress station. And then you got to get their attention, and then they throw a hastily made drink in your way, and then you got to tip them. So this yeah. way, you just have a Keurig, and you make your own booze. What do you think? And, and, and we go back to the bartender, and they never speak to you. They just give you the head nod, like, what? You know? And you say a beer, please, or high life. Ah. Uh, so are they talking about for home use, or are they talking about this is how you'd make? Well, this use? this is home use, I'm assuming. Okay. But it, it'd be like the McDonald's kiosk. It'd be a way to eliminate a bartender, which I'm sure bar owners love. Or would they? Would you go to a bar where there's no, I mean, you got the typical Cheers bartender. Um, you know, they're, they're, you're pouring out your, your problems and your sorrows. Or would you be bet? Would you feel more comfortable going to a bar where you could have would be all self serve? All self serve, all robots. No. Is tips. that what you like though? Do people want that? Are we ready for this? I'm ready, aren't you? I don't know. Or do we like the soft tenderness of a of a bartender, just giving us the head nod and acting like they're doing us the big favor because we just ordered from? Them? No, I'm saying no. robots. Okay, kind of like the robot from. Rocky, that Rocky gave to Polly. Yeah, so and, Robbie the robot. And Ro and Polly changed the the voice on it to a sexy lady. In Forbidden Planet, they asked the robot to make him booze. And then I he, don't recall he, that. Yeah, and then he has some line like, they go, "Hey, can you make this?" And he looks at it, and he has some line like, "Would fifty gallons be sufficient?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, That's it's awesome. Robot I want. I'll have to I like that. powerfully pull that up. But it's funny you're talking about McDonald's. McDonald's is just bought it a McDonald's just purchased an Israeli AI company. So they oh, want to wow. they want to do three hundred million dollars to do powerful artificial intelligence for their drive through. 
Well, I mean, we're close to that now. I mean, if you think about it, we, you know, whenever you pull up to a, a, a drive-in, there's always an opening phrase like, hi, welcome. Would you like to order one of our uh, special hamburgers today? That's not, that's just a recording. That's not the person behind the curtain. And then they'll jump in and say, hello, sir, can I take your order? So we're very close to that happening in a way. And, and I don't know why we need that person. I mean, we could just go up and kind of push the buttons like an ATM. I'll take my hamburger. I'll take my, especially McDonald's. We all understand the menu at this point. It's like, it's not like it's a big decision. How many people pull up to McDonald's and don't know what they already want? Right? Yeah, but you're, you're stuck in a, you know, you always get the same thing. You never deviate. Don't you ever sometimes get sick of doing the same thing, changing your routine? Like, don't you hate if you go to somewhere all the time, it's always the same people, and then you're afraid to change your order. Like, oh, don't you normally get this? (laughs) Sometimes I purposely just go out of my way and go somewhere else because you get stuck in that routine, you know? But let's say you're hungry, and you have this decision with yourself, well, I had a McDonald's. So then there's the hunger decision. Okay, we agree with that. Now it's like, where am I going to go? What am I in the mood for? We go through this pecking order. I guess McDonald's today. Well, well, Johnny Rage, you've been there every day of the week. Why not continue on? Then you kind of say to yourself, but you know what? Today I'm not going to get the McNuggets. I'm going to go with the McChicken or filet fish Don't you kind of predetermine, make up your mind, especially for fast food, well ahead of pulling into the drive through station? Sometimes I like to mix it up. Sometimes you change it up. Like I said, I get stuck in routines. You- you know, mm-hmm. uh, but is that decision? My question to you isn't that you don't change it up, but when's that decision made? Who knows? Sometimes, prior- sometimes you like to be whimsical. Maybe two so, seconds before. Wow. Okay. Um, I find myself making that decision well ahead of even entering, because when you get up to the speaker, you kind of get nervous. Like, okay, this is it. The decision has to be made. I don't want to slow everybody down here and there's four people behind me. It's really not time where you're, you have clear thought. It's like a decision has to be made at this point. Because then people start rolling their eyes, tapping their foot, like, what is this guy doing? So I, I, I know well ahead when I get to the drive-thru what I'm going to order. Well, the robot would have incredible patience with you. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Don't feel rushed. Now, I know you're yeah. very upset because you were had your mindset on a delicious chicken parmesan dinner. What happened with that? Yeah, I, that was I was thinking about it all. Have you ever had that meal, Dags? You just kind of knew it was coming. It's your favorite, and then when you get home, it's not happening. I mean, you talk about a, a that's for lack of a better word, just not good. <laughs> um, chicken parmesan. Looking forward to it. And to me, if you when you have chicken parmesan, you have wine. I don't know if I was looking more forward to the chicken parmesan or the wine. Truthfully, the combination. But yeah, it fell through, and then we just went with a bare, uh, naked chicken breast with green beans. But I ate it. Life goes on. Yeah, I'm. Um, I was just concerned about that day. You didn't get your uh, meal there. Yes, I I appreciate that, Dave. Now you claim you have quite the recipe for chicken parmesan. You wanna well, it wasn't a recipe. It was just a powerful, like I'm whimsical when it comes to that. I, what I did is I fired up the grill. So I did a grilled marinated with powerful spices, 
powerful garlics and oregano and and I grilled that. It was marinated, grilled the chicken breast. Then put mega slices of mozzarella and powerful Sicilian cherry tomato marinara sauce on it. Powerful. Mm. You know, I just don't see that as a grillable item. I would never think, hey, let's grill chicken parmesan tonight. I applaud you for your boldness. Thank you. For being such a pioneer. Thank you. Typically, you bake it and you put the batter on there. Correct. Yes. Well, I did it a little healthier. Not, I mean, not that it was really that much healthier, but I did the yeah. chicken breast marinated with the spices, mozzarella, and then the marinara. Powerful. Now are, you con- now, are you confident you could do a Food Channel special with this? Is it, have you yeah, but then food? I'd have to, you need a gimmick like, you know, like Guy Fieri. I'd have to get, you know, with hair and hair extensions, blonde. Well, you, might want to, you might want to start just getting some hair. Well, that's what I'm saying. I would have to get a hair extensions and do all that stuff. Uh, why Why do I? There's so much hate in this room. Uh, I got uh, changing topics, Diggs. Um, I think this is kind of cool that currently right now in China, Let's say China. They actually cloned a, do- a canine dog. China begins training its first cloned police dog. The puppy was created using cells from what police described as the Sherlock Holmes of canine law enforcement. Now, does this step over boundaries or not? Hold, hold your thought for a minute. I just want to give you, a, I'm just going to read a paragraph of this because, I mean, I think we all understand what I'm trying to say, but one Chinese police force has a new asset this month. It's the first ever cloned police dog. The puppy, I'm probably going to say this wrong, a Kunming wolf dog called Kunzing. I know in China the X's are like Z's. An X there. Just like I told my mom and dad in high school, F's are really like D's. No, you know what F stands for. Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Tell them that. Um, but anyway, the puppy was created using cells from what police described as the Sherlock Holmes of canine law enforcement as part of a program they hope will reduce the training time and cost of police dogs in the future. So basically, this is like the $6 million man. Well, the $6 million man, they actually used artificial parts. I'm trying to think of a better description. But they used genetic material from a seven-year-old female police sniffer who has helped bust 12 murder cases and participated in more than 20 other criminal cases in was given the first-class meritorious dog award by Chinese Ministry of Public Security. So it's kind of like in horse racing. They always take the semen from that thoroughbred, and then they, you know, implant the, is it the mare? What's the woman horse thing? Whatever you know what I'm saying. I try do. to make the to try to make the ultimate racehorse. Here they're cloning the ultimate, what they hope, um, clone dog for police work. Now, what do you what do you think about this? They're gonna clone. They're gonna take did. like the best of the best and put them together and make a super dog. They already did. It's already alive and kicking, and they're in the process of training it. It was all through cloning it. 
Well, see, I would use robots, much like Dino Mutt. He's a powerful robot dog. Wouldn't you use Scrappy Doo? Scrappy Doo, you know, he doesn't get enough respect. He was powerful. He always wanted to I fight. <laughs> Scrappy Doo was kind of like Conor McGregor, just this little annoying fighting thing. Yeah, but Conor McGregor actually fought. Scrappy Doo reminds me of guys in high school that always wanted to fight, but then when the fight broke out, they were nowhere to be found. <laughs> Those are always the big fighters. Maybe Disney um, could buy rights to Scrappy Doo and make a Scrappy Doo movie. See, because well, they already have. See, Scrappy Doo was a fighter, but you know, Shaggy and Scooby, they're all smoking reefer, so they didn't want to fight. They just wanted to eat. Right. And Salma wanted to find her glasses. I mean, is that because she was high? She kept dropping her glasses. Yes. Yeah, see, you know. Okay. And Fred was very handsome and had the ascot. Now, how come he didn't get any DWIs? He's always the driver. Did he ever let anybody touch his van? I never saw an episode where anybody else. Got to drive the mystery machine. And why was it so mysterious, the mystery machine? We knew it was a van and there was four people. Yeah, exactly. What's the mystery? It's a van. Right. I don't know. These these are some of the questions the world may never know the answer to. Um but let's talk about the, this dog and it's it's already cloned and, and give me your thoughts on is this cutting a it's a new territory of uh we shouldn't do this or it's pulling okay for dogs or what's next humans it's the whole thing yeah it's it's like uh jurassic park the cat's out of the bag the canines out of the bag we're all screwed the ai robots are going to take over especially at mcdonald's yes powerful robots taking over what are they going to do with us we're all going to be useless no that's what the disney movie Wally is all based on that artificial intelligence and robots come in and humans don't have to do anything. We become fat and lazy. However, some of us have done this just by using this smartphone alone has added to that. Um, Hold on real quick. Do you want to hear some cool beats I made? Yeah. All right, here we go. Powerful beats guys. We thank everyone that listens to this powerful podcast. We have a million ways to listen. We're on Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcast, everything. I mean, it's insane, dude. So make sure you go uh, download and subscribe to all that. Make sure you leave a five-star review. Five-star is the best. If you leave a five-star review, you will unlock the secrets to the universe. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter, at Amish Bee Machine. Go to Facebook, like our Facebook page. We're on Instagram powerful photos and videos also go to youtube make sure you subscribe and hit the notification bell powerful new video by sweet dick doing a powerful cover of chris isaac we also do have our patreon page Patreon's a great way to support the podcast check it out patreon.com or we have links on amishbabymachine.com also we have powerful merch t-shirts mugs sweatshirts hoodies everything you need powerful welcome back johnny rich if it doesn't have water you said everything we need we really need water we do we do need water do we sell that on the uh online podcast water that's what we should do we need to make our own water what's the recipe for that um water 
I think heavy water. We should sell heavy water. H2O? H HBO? Um, we come up with something big. Powerful. Um, you know, we were talking about uh, Wonder Dog. Yeah, the canines. Uh, well, not canines. It's talking more about how China is actually cloning uh, dogs for their police force. What's next? Cloning their military? Yikes. But anyway, uh, Stag's research says if you have a dog, you'll know that there's nothing like snuggling on the sofa and binging TV next to your dog. Humans actually sleep better next to their dogs than they do to fellow humans. Um, a study found that we love dogs more than we love humans. And even newer research says that you get a better night you get a better night's sleep when you sleep next to your dog rather than a partner. This is kind of a dog themed podcast today, but it's kind of just sliding into each other. But do you really so, believe that? Yes, because dogs are so docile. I mean, if you're snoring, they don't say, Cut it out. You're snoring and give you the elbow. Ooh, you know, they just accept it. They love you. They don't care if you snore. You no, know, but they're, they're in the care. way, so you can't roll over. And they're always licking their they're always licking their junk and stuff. They're all hot. They're like a big giant hot water bottle. You don't you don't sleep with the dog in your bed, do you? Um, yes I do. And I'm proud of it. Okay. And I get it. They they just they just lay there and they don't judge in the bed. Okay. Um, I snore. It's hard to believe, Diggs. I snore, and the dog doesn't wake me up 17 times throughout the night and tell me I'm snoring. That's the biggest thing. They don't care. They just hug you. They love you. They're soft. They're cuddly. Matter of fact, if you lay down next to me, you probably would stop snoring. So I'm buying into this big time. So right now, as we speak, every night you have a dog in your bed. Yeah. I'm going to have to powerfully don't. disagree. I do not want the animal in there. They're always moving well, around. They're hot. They well, force they, you to the edge of the bed. I think it also depends upon the size of the dog, too. Okay. Um, well, we do have a powerful Amish wolfhound that is yeah, well over yeah, 100 I mean, pounds. Yeah, that's my point. I mean, that needs its own queen bed. But when you have an average, typical-sized dog that doesn't take up that much space, far easier as you get older to sleep next to the dog than... Um, well, I don't know. We'll try. We'll, we'll get a dog next to you one night, and then you can sleep next to me one night. We'll see how, how you fare. Okay? That's a, that's a good idea. Do you move around a lot or not? Those aren't pillows. <laughs> you see the Bears game? Heck of a game. <laughs> um, anyway, Dags, um, I want to go find out. I'm going to leave this podcast because I want to find out more about Conor McGregor. So I got research to do. I can keep the flock informed. Is there any final closing words you want to give Johnny Rage before I bid you a fond farewell? Johnny Rage, it's always great to be on this powerful podcast. Great job. Everyone loves you. Aw, Chuck. Aw. All the dogs love you. All the dogs want to sleep with you. At least somebody does. Yes. And I'm going to go find an NCAA bracket to get into, too. There. Oh, before, yeah, are you, were you, did I ask you, are you doing fantasy football also? Did you do that this year? Um, I, my ADHD won't allow that, okay? I can't follow 
uh, 32 teams for 16 weeks. So, no, I was not in fantasy football. So, you know, you always say I'm not a sports fan because I'm just kind of, you know, middle of the road, mm-hmm. fair weather fan. I really, mm-hmm. you really can't say you're a sports fan anymore, can you? Why? Are you saying that you're judged by whether or not you're in fantasy football or the, or the NCAA bracket? Well, yeah, because you don't really care anymore. I mean, you're not doing the basketball bracket. You don't care about fantasy football. That doesn't mean I don't like to fantasize. Does that count? Well, yeah, that's good. Okay, so then, so then I am a sports fan again. Yes, you live vicariously through the athletes. Johnny Rage. And until yes, next time, you. Johnny Rage, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Amish Baby Machine podcast. The Amish Baby Machine podcast is available on iTunes and on the Stitcher radio app available for iPhone, iPad, Android, and Kindle Fire. Please follow us on Twitter at Amish B Machine and visit our webpage www.amishbabymachine.com. Thank you for listening. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production, all rights reserved. <laughs>